Hi, I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And I'm Norman Mitchell, and we're the hosts of Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we discuss, appreciate, and delve too deep into the Lord of the Rings Extended Editions, one minute at a time. You know there's a Balrog down there, right? It'll be fine. (laughs) Have you ever wondered about Hobbit economy or how wizards get their mail? Are you also in awe of Hugo Weaving's eyebrows? Then join us every Monday through Friday on our mission, quest, thing, only on DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Dueling Genre Hello, and welcome to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast that analyzes the movie Rocky one minute at a time. I'm Jason Haynes. And I am Doug Greenberg. And joining us today from the podcast Good Times, Great Movies is Doug McCambridge. Guys, so Hello, happy Doug. so happy to be back. Excellent. Nice having you back again. Yeah, we hope you had a good evening. So Enjoy. today we are knocking out Minute 87, which begins with a drunk Polly disappearing into the shadows and ends with Polly throwing Rocky and Adrian out. Okay, we're still recording. Good. Okay. Good. That works. <laughs> That's see, where it fell apart last time. That was pretty close to nailing it. <clears throat> that was good. That was good. You're getting better. So where are we at? Uh, we are at uh, Polly going into the house. Well, th- if he goes in the yard, I guess to put the garbage can down. Yeah, he walks up the side of the house. And then we go right to a screen view of uh, just Charles Dickens. It is. Christmas yeah. Carol. The 1938 version. I used to have an Aunt Carol. <laughs> I, I, I don't used to. I still have an Aunt Carol. Do I have an Aunt Carol? I think it's Carolyn. Oh, whatever. I don't see her up he was my mother's, my mother's brother's wife, and he passed away years and years ago. We haven't seen her since. She was in Florida. Hi, Aunt Carol. Aunt, Aunt Carol, Carol, if you're wow. listening, uh, drop me a line. Yeah, the Haynes's miss you. Go head over to the Facebook group or the Rocky Minute tw- Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe give us a five-star review on iTunes. You notice there's a lot of TVs and TV shots in this movie? Yeah. Do you have something on that? Is that why you're bringing it up? Usually no, when you bring something up like that, it's because you have some background on the TV shots. Like, <laughs> no. This TV was recorded, shot was recorded on Stallone's personal TV, something like that. <laughs> it usually comes out at this point. No, I got nothing like that. Just just a observation. You don't okay. think he just sat around watching TV going, this would be perfect. That he just sets up <laughs> a little camera. You know, uh, in this shot of the TV, there's a like a generic version of Jingle Bells. Mm-hmm. They removed the audio from the show that they're watching and kind of just put Why? a bed of jingle bells christmas music under it why well, wasn't there a song i think it's like the one of the opening scenes i never saw that yeah. version of christmas Carol. yeah i think it i think it is i think it's just the opening uh yeah. title sequence or or opening shots of the film so i think it is just music that's why you don't hear dialogue okay my um frame of reference for christmas carol is muppets I was say mine's uh, Mickey. Mm. Mickey's Christmas. Okay. Both good. Yeah, I would say Mickey's they're really both good. better. Yeah, nah, I, I <laughs> don't know. I like I like Mickey. I really do. Mickey's a good one, man. Let's do a podcast next year around Christmas time where we'll, we'll analyze all the different Christmas Carol versions. Oh my god! Do we have to do like the old timey ones? Yeah, if you're gonna do them all, 
You have to start with the I think there's one. like 20 iterations. Of oh, it. God. All right, scratch <laughs> there's a ton. And do you then do, I guess you would do Scrooged, right? Yeah, yeah. that's okay. a version of it. No, I, I just didn't know if they, it had to be titled. No, I wouldn't. Next, okay. I have a feeling next next year at Christmas time, I'm gonna hear. I'm gonna turn on my podcasting. I'm gonna hear. Hey, this is Doug McCambridge analyzing yeah. the Christmas well, Carol, I'm, one I'm, different movie at a time. Here's, today we're doing Mickey. Yeah, I'm literally <laughs> writing this down right now. <laughs> it's gold right there. Uh, All right, so they're watching Christmas Carol, the oldie, oldie one. When, when did? Oh, I see you have some notes on the Christmas Carol, Doug. Do you want to enlighten us with? Oh, that was MGM's 1938 version. 1938 version. Starring some guy <laughs> as Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> uh, that information I got off of TotalRocky.com. So can't wow. claim it. They look so bored. I mean, they are so bored watching this. They're, they <laughs> do not look like they're enjoying themselves whatsoever. Rocky looks half asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of them want to get up and change no. the channel. Because that's, that's what you had to do back then. Turn the dial. Yeah. No, you, what do you have on? You got, uh, oh, dude, there's a Christmas Carol has such a long, long history. I only like the. I really am only into the Mickey Mouse one myself because it's like a cool forty-two minutes. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> think it's that long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You get in, you get out, and there That's you go. Right. Yeah, you get, you get the gist of the story. Right. So they are continuing conversation. They obviously had off camera. Mm-hmm. With Rocky complaining to Adrian about Paulie setting up the training segment for the news. Right. I, I love how they're talking about him, of course, as though he's not there. But you would imagine if Paulie, first of all, he almost fell over the fence with the trash can. We just saw that. You have to imagine that just entering through the back door, it was the loudest bunch of nonsense ever. And they I don't they, hear any of this. He stealthily sneaks in behind them. But well, we can hear the, all yes. the noise he's making. <laughs> but maybe. Well, I think we might have solved a question from yesterday's minute right now. Maybe Paulie was trying to sneak up, and that's why he carried the garbage can like that. If he dragged the garbage can down the alleyway, everyone would have heard that. So maybe he was trying. He picked it up and carried it because he was like a like a sack of groceries because he was trying to be sneaky to he he knew he that they wasn't. were talking about him behind his back. Yeah, maybe, maybe. He should always assume that everybody's talking <laughs> yeah. about him behind his back. <laughs> because everybody is, I'm sure. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Rocky says that threw his whole training schedule off. And Adrian comes to the defense of her brother here. She says, don't be mad at him. He's just trying to help. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Notice the uh, that Christmas tree in the background there, too. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. Tiny it's little a, two, yeah. two footer yeah. with gifts underneath it. The only thing this house is missing is a nice wreath. This, you know, this house is bonkers. Like this house is out of control. The chair that they're sitting in looks like this weird Victorian era, like bit of nonsense. High yeah. arms. And there's yeah, wood paneling everywhere. Later we'll see a, I don't know, like a silver tea set. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what this house quote unquote nice things. <laughs> this house reminds me of when like this is what happened to me anyway, but like when you get your first apartment and you move out of your parents' house and get your first apartment and you just you can't afford any anything. So you just take like hand me downs oh. like anyone yeah. who will give you yeah. like it's just random stuff, mixed match <laughs> furniture. I have a, a Buddha in the corner and a and a <laughs> uh, you know just random stuff, a painting from my old dining oh, room. Yeah. And it's just an awful, awful assemblance of furniture and, and knickknacks. Because that's what I had in my first apartment was a two-foot <laughs> Christmas tree that I just put I on, like, my grandfather's server in the corner. Right. <laughs> right. You still get the feel of Christmas without all the maintenance. That's right. Right. I, I had a small Christmas tree as well in my own apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was and that was bought by like a girlfriend at the time who was like, "You can not have a Christmas tree." <laughs> Otherwise, you wouldn't have. I've been living here for three years. I never had a Christmas tree. I'm okay. I can only assume that's a spot on impression of your ex girlfriend. <laughs> Christmas, <laughs> Christmas still came and went. I didn't have a tree. So, for all our listeners, his wife isn't the only one that's in the crosshairs in the podcast. <laughs> you didn't have a tree. You need Christmas. You need a tree. <laughs> Uh, so why Adrian can't be comfortable sitting on the floor at Rocky's feet like that? She's so she is such a doormat. Like she is again. I mean, I know I am here to rail against Polly, but she is a she. Oh, her character too is terrible. She gets kicked <laughs> around by everyone in her life, and just sheepishly is like, eh, I guess I deserve it. Well, not for long. Well, okay, yeah, you're right. Until this now. is yeah, yeah. You're right. In this is the one and only time in five films that she stands up for herself. Oh, I don't know. She's pretty rambunctious in four. No, she's not. <laughs> Listen, you go, go, fight, and you know what's going to happen. I'm not going to be here when you get back. Just kidding. I'm going to come and support you like a doormat <laughs> that I am. Oh man! Wow. That is that is going to be an unpopular opinion among our fans. <laughs> but he bought her the snake bracelet. How could you not? Let it? <laughs> Even though it looks like I a snake, I can't be mad at you. No, <laughs> it looks like they're uh, eating each other. I don't, I don't know. Don't worry, it looks it won't like bite a snake, you. but don't worry, it won't bite. Don't you. worry, it won't bite. How do you be mad at that? <laughs> yeah, so Rocky continues. He's not mad. It's just that he gets out of joint with reporters because they take cheap shots, and Paulie knows that. No, no, hold on now. See, where Rocky's only prior to how many weeks ago did he get the fight? A couple weeks ago, we'll say two. Well, so this is it's Christmas time. That was like right after Thanksgiving. All right, so, so. let's say two weeks he's had this fight, right? right. So he, he's only had reporters around him and any kind of media exposure for about two weeks. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much only twice mm-hmm. the initial press conference and Diana Ross in the in the, in the, meet, <laughs> in the meet house, right? So. There was only two, so he, he's making it sound like he's been having this problem with reporters forever. Like, you know, I get out of joint reporters because they're always taking cheap shots. Like, w- w- one time, and, and, like, you have a disdain for the media because of that one event? And, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it is pretty crazy because he – is exposure really going to hurt him? It, it's it's what and, – and we talked before about how Polly never does anything and he's just a freeloader, but – yeah, the fact that he set this up, that's right. pretty great. Yeah. You're right. Any press is good press? Is that or what do they say? No such thing as bad press. But it's not even bad press. I no, mean, it it's, it's press. I mean, the first time at the press conference, he Well, yeah. 
they made him look like a fool, and that's one of his fears is to look like a fool. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, he's not doing anything to help that. But Diana Ross, as <laughs> you guys call her, yeah, uh, she did nothing to make him look foolish. She no. said she wasn't no. going to take any and cheap shots, and she didn't. No, she, she, she was, was she a actually, woman so, of her word. But you would think if you had, if you if if you had one bad experience with the reporter, and then you had the Diana Ross experience that went quite well, mm-hmm. you would maybe be like, eh, maybe they're not all so bad. They all don't take cheap shots. But so you had fifty percent of your dealings with the media have been good. <laughs> But yet you yeah. have this, this awful disdain. He's not going to like, you know. That first one that just right, left a bad right. taste in his mouth. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Paulie keeps asking me for a job, and he don't know nothing about fighting. Well, he's showing a couple seconds he does. Well, <laughs> right before he says of. that. His, the, if you're a tea set. <laughs> <laughs> if, if a tea set owes guys the money, they are in trouble. But the kitchen light comes on. They don't. Notice the change in light tones of the apartment. No. Oh, the, but the shadow on the wall, like before he walks into the hallway, is undeniably Paulie. Mm-hmm. And, and the and the I like that he keeps the Christmas wreath on his arm <laughs> the whole time. Very festive. It's a very festive <laughs> outburst. I what is he going to do with that? What is 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 his intent to put that on the front door? I assume. We, we never see what he does with that wreath or why he took it or where he took it from. It's the greatest mystery of Rocky. <laughs> I know. And what happens to it after this? <laughs> but before Paulie shows his face, she she asks Rocky, is he going to say anything to him? And Paulie, you know, kind of just stands there listening to them. He says, I don't know what to say. I just don't know what he wants from me. They finally, he finally shows his face once he flicks on the light after making a ton of noise that they don't hear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and his drunk rambling starts. And, and who is this new confrontational Adrian? Like she took off her glasses and now she's like, "Are you gonna say anything to it?" Like, what? I don't, I don't, I don't know. She changed so quick. She changed too fast. Like, I the, right. the transformation that Adrian has made should have taken months. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, it was like overnight. Like yesterday, she's like wearing glasses on, won't respond to anything. And today, she's like, "Are you gonna?" Are, and so and that's the alone. thing, he's, you know. He's, he's trying to help. Like, who, do, who are, are you all of a sudden? <laughs> like, and that's the thing. You got to assume that this happens all the time. Like, this is not an isolated incident where Polly comes back all trashed and starts screaming and yelling. I assume this is a nightly, if not maybe maybe weekly event. So is it just because Rocky's there, she now feels empowered? Oh, good point. Or because she's not a virgin anymore? They, they oh. do say that the D changes a girl forever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. I agree with you. I think maybe she feels empowered because Rocky's there, I guess. I don't know. He's, he's still smoking his cigar. He's holding his hat in his hand. He's got the wreath around the arm. When Rocky says... Um, I don't know what he wants from me. He walks up drunkenly, says, I don't want nothing from you. He says this ain't no charity case, but all he's been looking for is a handout. All Paulie has done, what are we at, minute 87? Every time we've met Paulie, he's been asking Rocky for something, <laughs> like to to to, uh, to get the job with Gazzo, to help you know get in his corner. And it's all been about, you, what are you going to do for me? You don't do nothing for me. All he's been doing yeah. is asking for handouts, and now he's going to come in. I don't. I don't want nothing from you. It's it's such it's such <laughs> nonsense. Like 
Yeah. <laughs> he has Polly is in the wrong and I assume he knows it, especially when he starts whimpering. But like you're right. He just he hits him up for everything. He asks for mm-hmm. everything. And I know I gave him credit for landing that great interview at the meat let's call it a factory. He did. Eh, okay. Great. Let's call it even, I guess. But even you can't you ever tried to reason with a drunk? Oh yeah. So you can lay all that out there. I've also been the drunk <laughs> right. that other people tried to reason with. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> It's difficult. I've seen both sides, and they're they're equally as hard. But you, but a drunk Polly is not too different than a sober Polly. I I don't. I still Mm -hmm. don't think you could reason with him if he was stone sober. I still think that is a very difficult thing to do because he's not that sharp. I would probably agree with you. I um. Just to go back to reasoning with drunks. One time I, I was in a fraternity in college and I came home really, really, really drunk one night, really drunk. <clears throat> and I didn't like the we had a second we had a three floors of a house and the second floor and each floor had like a stairway and then a doorway to go into that floor. And then each floor had like a little living room area. I didn't like the couch in the second floor living room area. So I came home drunk and decided that this was a good time, three o'clock in the morning, drunk to remove the couch from the living room. Oh, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and by myself, I'm trying to get the couch out the door, down the stairs, out. It doesn't fit, right? But you have to like turn it on the side. No, I wasn't. I was trying to get it through the door, just laying on where the way a couch normally would sit, down the stairs, out the front door, and out to the curb by myself. And like people were trying to reason with me that that I that it's impossible, and I was like, "Oh yeah, uh, it's impossible." And I was trying to show them that it, it wasn't impossible. And that, that sounds like a challenge. <laughs> yeah, so it, I didn't make it out with the couch. It, it actually was impossible, but like <laughs> that kind of thing where they're telling me you can't do this, and I'm like, it, you, "You've tried to tell a drunk you can't do something." Oh yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I like to think that when they said this, you pulled a baseball bat out of a corner with a, with a <laughs> yeah. tape around it. Like, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> you want I'm gonna, tea? I'm gonna take this Go drink tea and, without a tea set. I'm going to take this couch where I want. I'm going to hang this wreath wherever the hell I damn please. And I don't like this lamp. <laughs> <laughs> this picture you're of smash, me. You're smashing your own shit, Polly. Stop it. What <laughs> yeah. <are you> <laughs> Drunks always destroyed her own stuff. Yes. Yes. That's also. Yeah. So he tells Rocky, get out of my house. Uh, Adrian. New again, confrontational Adrian. Yeah. Standing <laughs> standing up to her brother. Uh, she says, it's not just your house. And that in these moments of silence, you notice the Christmas music yeah. in the background. <laughs> Any good fight, there's Christmas music in the background. <laughs> Any good <laughs> argument. Well, I think we all know that. Christmas time is the time for family fights because that's you get a bunch of people that don't like each other in the first place together in one room. Yeah, you just booze them up and yeah. what, do you, what do you think's gonna happen? Exactly. <laughs> so he says to him, You're no friend no more. Get out of my house, I just said. But he does that, he's holding the cigar in his hand. I, I love his hand movements. Yeah. Just his body movements. He's he, he he tells a story with his with his movements. Yeah. It's, he tells a and, sad, sad story. He's going to say that that story is I'm a drunk bum. Right. And you can't help but while this is going on, this argument, that there's someone down the street who went outside and was like, where the f*** did my Christmas wreath go? Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Adrian again comes to Rocky's aid. Don't talk to him like that. And now Poi throws them both out. As any good drunk would do. (laughs) (laughs) But Paulie has always been jealous of Rocky. Uh, And this, I'm sure the booze helps this all come to the surface, but it's the years of jealousy is coming up. It's about to bubble over. Yeah, man. When things are pent up, they explode like Rocky did with Mickey. He was holding all that stuff in for years and years and years. And at one point, it just came to a head. I actually read, was reading this thing I found. I don't know if I agree with it. It was on a website called Schmoop, <laughs> Schmoop.com. Well, they, they are they, the authority. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you just made that up. <laughs> um, this wasn't a website. You just thought of this on your own. When this, when this, when this um, airs, I'll post up a link to Schmoop.com, or you can just go to Schmoop.com yourself. That's S H M O O P.com. It has Has an article about how creating this website right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it actually wrote an article that there, that there were two fights in the movie Rocky, like two main event fights in the movie Rocky, the actual fight against Apollo Creed. And it references this as the other one. (laughs) (laughs) There are two big fights at the climax of Rocky, but only one of them gets national publicity before Rocky brawls with Apollo for the heavyweight title. Adrian and Paulie battle each other for independence. Like and you, you soon find out. <laughs> you soon find out anybody could take Polly down. Like it's pretty easy just to push this guy to the floor, basically. And right. they give, as you could tell, they give uh, this this bout to Adrian as oh, champion. Yeah. In his state, a stiff breeze can take him out. Yeah. You're Anything welcome else? for the publicity schmoop. <laughs> <laughs> You'd scroll down to the to the bottom. There's two hits on the website. <laughs> Where do I see that? <laughs> No, they got a lot of stuff on here, man. A lot of analysis, a lot of behind the scenes. They got a lot of Rocky things. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Test prep, learning guides, college careers video. I don't know. Is this your website? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> plugging. Everybody head over to Schmoop Did, right is now. Schmoop giving you money for this? <laughs> uh, Are you getting money from Schmoop and not splitting? <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm tapped out for this one. All right. Me too. Okay. So where can people find Good Times, Great Movies, uh, starring Doug and Jamie? You can find it on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, you know, places you get podcasts. We have a website, goodtimesgreatmovies.com, Twitter, at GTGMcast, mm-hmm. and Facebook, all, all the usual places. Just type in Good Times, Great Movies, you'll find it. Fantastic. Right, thanks, guys. Hey, what about us, Jay? Uh, us, you can find on uh, Twitter, at Rocky Minute. You can also find us at on our Facebook listeners page, Mighty Mix. Uh, we are also on iTunes if you want to head over there and leave us a five-star review. Um, nice and guy. we are on our home away from home, duelinggenre.com. And soon to be schmoop. We're going to make an appearance there. No, I'm just, we're not on there. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening and uh, go check those things out. Yeah, want to sign us off? Goodbye. (laughs) It's been a pleasure. (laughs) On the next. On the next Rocky Minute.